Hey friends, it's Emma here. It's Tuesday, January 4th. Welcome to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with your host, Kevin White. This is the podcast where we say yes to God's call to finish the task of the Great Commission. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin's newest book, Get to the Point, was an instant international bestseller. Get to the Point is available worldwide in paperback, hardback, ebook, and audiobook. It is a practical guide for passionately pursuing God's presence. Every guidance and provision you will ever need can be found today in the presence of God. Visit globalhopeindia.org to read and gift Get to the Point and Kevin's first book, Audacious Generosity, today. Okay, now here's your host, Kevin White. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Missions Change My Life. I am Pastor Kevin here with my co-host, Courtney. And one of our former board members, Bethany, is on the call today. How are you? Welcome to Missions Change My Life. If you can see us on YouTube, we're actually waving at you right now. And if you're listening wherever podcasts can be heard, uh, you are more than welcome uh, into the audience today. We have one of our former uh, board members, a TRIP alumni, Bethany, on the line today. And we're going to just spend some time talking about the return to India in 2022. I'm excited about that. Yeah, but let's quickly catch up with Bethany. Bethany, you've had another addition to your family in 2021, or it was 2021, right? Yep, yep. 2021, February. February. Awesome. Awesome. You're old. I can't so fast. What's her name? Karis. Karis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And you have a... Another daughter, she's uh, Zoe. She loved being a big sister. She absolutely loves it. I think they like each other more than they like me most of the time. But yeah, mm. she's she's loving it most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things that GHI will fondly remember uh, is that you are one of the few that have actually participated in a virtual missions experience. How did that go? It was great. I was uh, a little nervous not having, you know, that face-to-face interaction, but um, actually everybody on the, the call and during the experience experience was um, super friendly, very welcoming, and I could see them too. So it made, you know, it made me not feel quite so nervous, but um, it was, it was awesome to be able to still be a part of sharing the gospel with people mm-hmm. so far away. Um, and it was cool too, because I w- there were nurses and, and medical students on the call. So I got to share from the US, you know, our our perspective and the perspective that I try to have when, I, uh, when I'm working with my patients about still sharing the love of Jesus in really difficult seasons and really difficult times. And I was able to, to share that perspective and share the, the hope that Jesus has given me even in such a dark time. And, um, to be able to share that with people who are are facing the same thing, but mm-hmm. in a somewhat much greater way, because they're they don't have access to the vaccines like we do here, and to the um, the healthcare, you know, their their numbers are so much greater. Mm-hmm. So they have just a, a huge mission field in front of them too. Just, so to be able to offer a little bit of encouragement and just the the godly perspective that that I'm able to have because of what Jesus has done on the cross. It just was an awesome experience. Yeah. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, India's going to be remembered, 2021 will be remembered as one of the deadliest years in the history of India. Um, and our hearts go out to everyone that has experienced loss globally, worldwide, uh, but India certainly knew its share of loss in 2021. And um, we are grateful for the vaccines that is um, being distributed worldwide. Um, the majority of adults in the U.S. are now vaccinated. And so they are now ramping up vaccines in India. And we are encouraged by, by just the development of the distribution of vaccines and, and the healthiness of the environment. Uh, India had a horrific wave go through with COVID-19 and they came out of that. And uh, there has been predictions and rumors of a third wave, and we're watching that. If it happens, obviously, we're not going to uh, send people into harm's way knowingly uh, if a third wave breaks out. But right now, India is opening up for tourism, and that yeah. allows us to go over and to see friends that we've um, missed over the last two years and to just partner together uh, for the sake of the gospel. And so... Um, Courtney, I, I'd love for you just to spend some time with Bethany and let's just talk about why she would be excited knowing she is a health professional. So I value her perspective as a health professional, knowing the horrific potential um, harm for, uh, for COVID-19. Why would she be excited for a mission trip experience to return to India in 2022? Well, I I guess Kevin just asked my first question. <laughs> you can start by answering that. He kind of got you hyped up for it. So let's let's start there. Why? What makes you excited at the idea of just going back? Well, um, I actually was uh, one of the groups that had a trip planned for uh, right before everything got shut down, and so we were all fired up. And even even as we were starting to um, hear about travel closings and all that kind of stuff, we were still like, you know what? God called us to go. Like we, we know we were supposed to do this trip. So COVID or not, like we were still like all about making it happen. Um, I talked to the rest of the people that were going to go and, you know, we all kind of agreed that this kind of was a, an opportunity um, to share the gospel even more to meet people where they are even more. And especially from a nursing perspective, you know, that, that's kind of what we signed up for. So knowing that people may or may not get sick, I mean, that, that doesn't keep us from doing what we have been called to do in our jobs, but then especially going internationally, like we have the opportunity to use the skills that God has given us and that we have trained for, to, for, for the good of the kingdom and for the good of the people who haven't heard about Jesus yet. We can take our skills there during a pandemic and, and help. So when our plans got canceled, I mean, of course, God knows better than, than we did and, and things happen and, but um, we were definitely super disappointed. So to hear that travel has opened back up, we're thrilled, even with the risk of COVID, or maybe even more with the risk of COVID, because that's when we're needed even more. Like they needed the gospel, of course, all the time. But with the medical risks as well, like there's actually hands on uh, so much that we can do. So yeah, I was going to ask, so you went and you have hosted, I'm sure been a part of many medical camps um, across India at this point, especially with on many of our teams. What do you think that, do you think the need, I'm sure it's greater now 
now that COVID is still going on in India and, and here? And um, what would you speak to the people who are thinking that I, there's no way I can help? Um, what just from your experience in those medical camps, what transformations did you see or why why would you say, hey, those are still important and we need to do them now? Well, like you said, even more so with with COVID, um, I know even here, a lot of just regular medical care got shut down because of the of COVID exposure. And even now that we're kind of getting things under control, you can't just walk into your doctor's office and say, Hey, I have a problem. Mm -hmm. So having something, you know, to say we're bringing medical care to this area. I mean, I feel like that's a huge opportunity to bring in people who haven't been able to have any care at all during this time. Um, and it's also a, an opportunity just to be there for people because that's been one of the, the biggest things about this pandemic, of course, you know, the, the physical part, but the loneliness and the people have had to be so separated and they're so fearful of contact with others that just being present and being willing to hear someone's story or being willing to, you know, just be there and recognize the loss that they've experienced, then that can do like wonders in, in starting to heal, you know, what's happened to, to our world. Right. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And one of my favorite pictures that we've had on our website for a while is you sitting with a woman and I believe she's in the leper colony. Yes. Uh, and so as you're speaking, that specific example comes to mind of reaching the untouchables. Um, but mm -hmm. in this point, we've kind of all become untouchable with, with this six mm -hmm. foot distance. Right. Um, so does that make you nervous for going on a trip or are you just saying, God, you got this? <laughs> no, I mean, I 100% I recognize the risk of, of COVID being very real. And we've all seen at this point, but I am like all in ready to go back. Um, it, we, we need to go back because the mission field hasn't changed. If anything, it's gotten more, more difficult to do what we need to do, but so much more necessary because, you know, like everybody always talks about globalization and all this, like we are much more connected on social media, but that does not take the place of actually being there, showing up and being the hands and feet of Jesus. Like we absolutely, you know, have done what we can over the internet and technology. And that's wonderful. We shouldn't, you know, exclude those things, but they don't take the place of truly being there and being in person and sharing the love of Jesus. You know, it's one thing to say, oh, I love you over a video, but it's another thing to put yourself at risk. And I'm not saying that we should, you know, take unnecessary risks, of course, but to put yourself at risk by by traveling and being, being willing to show up and say, you know, we didn't forget about you. I'm sorry we had to take a break. I hate that this is what's happened to us all, but we're here, we're, we're still, you know, still behind you, still with you. And, you know, to share the love of Jesus in person is such an important thing. Yeah, I love that. The we didn't forget about you part. Mm -hmm. um, so as someone who has we tried out the virtual missions, um, but you say it's a lot different than being in person. And I completely agree. What are the specific differences? Why shouldn't we just continue to have virtual mission trips? Why would that not be sustainable or why does it not bear fruit? Um, I, th I think it's on, on both ends. It's, it's difficult. Of course, you know, just even taking out the like technology that you have to deal with to try to make it all happen to make sure, you know, everything runs smoothly, but it takes away that, that personal connection. And I, I loved the opportunity to participate. And I think it went as absolutely well as it, as it could have being able, 
able to actually see the people that you're talking to and read the room and the situation that you're in. And you, you know, if you're face to face with people, you may notice something that as you look at one person that you really feel like you need to say, or you need to express, or you need to hug them, or you need to, and those, those things and those visuals are kind of limited. And I, I think also when you're in person, you know, you're, I don't want to say forced to engage, but you're a little more present as opposed to when you're on a call, you know, you can mute your thing and do the rest of your life while you're in the middle of a, of a meeting. And that's a great convenience, but I think it takes something away when you're trying to build those personal connections and it's a little bit, a little bit harder. And then, especially if you're trying to do it with like kids and stuff, like you want to have that connection. Like you don't want them to see this tiny little person on this screen that's so far away. You want them to understand that they were important enough for someone to come from so far away to make sure that they understood that Jesus loved them. Hmm. And, you know, so it's one thing to say, oh, like I said, I love you from from a screen, but to actually put the work behind it and the investment behind it to go face to face, I, I think it says a lot more and you're able to communicate and receive a lot more. Right. Yeah. And I agree. And I would even say that one of the hardest parts of a mission trip is the before part. You know, you get there and you're just all in, but raising $3,000 and who much, who knows how much it will be now with travel opening up, but that, that builds faith and that builds the faith that you often need for the 10 day short-term mission trip. Um, And so, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. What, what are you most excited for? whenever you step back into India, what are you just dreaming of the day of? I am so excited to see um, all the people that I've gotten to meet over past experiences. I am so thrilled to see, I'm still able to keep in touch with, with some of them, and it, but it's just not the same. And they're like, Oh, sister, when are you coming to India? Sister, when are you? I'm like, as soon as they will let me, <laughs> I have been trying. Yeah. Super excited to, to just see all the friends that are still there, but then also to meet, you know, the new people and the new opportunities. God does something amazing. Every, every time I've ever been, it's been a completely different experience, which is, you know, of course, scary when, especially the first time you go into it, but it has been so worth it. Every time there is not a second of being in India that I have ever regretted, no matter where we were going or what we were doing, it is just 100% such, I don't even know how to put words to it. I don't know. It's just like absolutely my favorite place to be. I'm really just excited about all of it, but definitely the the seeing familiar faces. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, your excitement is contagious. So my last question before I'm sure Kevin has um, something more to add, what would you say to someone who has never gone to India, but is hearing this, this specific podcast episode or watching it on YouTube right now, whether it's a year from now, whenever, and something is stirring in their heart, what, what is Bethany's words of encouragement or advice in that moment? I would say that they should take this as their sign to go because they're, they're hearing this. God put this in front of them for a reason. And, you know, the, the mission field has not changed. We are still called to go no matter what. And, you know, there weren't, there weren't contingencies in the Bible when Jesus said, go and share the gospel. It wasn't when it's convenient or when it's safe or when it's healthy or when it's no, we were called to go when it's hard. And, you know, God promised that it was going to be hard. That was an actual promise that, that we would be sheep among wolves, that we would be, you know, and I think, I think this can be a wolf, like, you know, going into a COVID saturated environment, which obviously, like Kevin said, things are getting better and that's great. But 
we're not supposed to wait until there are no more cases of COVID. I don't know that we'll ever get there. We are supposed to go now. We, we are supposed to share the gospel with everyone that we come in contact with and to put our, our faith behind a God that's so much bigger than a COVID case. And mm-hmm. um, he is faithful in every situation and he always has been. He was before COVID, he was during COVID and he will be after COVID. So we haven't, you know, our mission hasn't changed. We need to get the gospel to people who haven't heard. And part of doing that is going. How can they, how can they hear if we don't tell them? And how can we tell them if we don't go? Like, we have to go. So if you're hearing this and wondering if you should go, the answer is yes, you absolutely should. And you will not regret a single second of it. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 And when we go, we will apply the wisdom that God has given to us over the last two years. Uh, we know now the importance of washing our hands, uh, even the necessity of wearing mask at times, uh, gloves and different things. Um, we know the value of vaccines and, and how they save lives. And, um, and so all of this will be in place as we have always been committed to keep the travelers that we take over to India, as well as our partners in India, safe. And so we will, we will be effective in proclaiming and demonstrating the love of Jesus, but we will do it with the wisdom that God has given us to be safe. Um, I want to share this word as we close out the episode. Courtney and Bethany both alluded to it, but this is the story of Jesus in Matthew chapter 8. When Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds followed him. So I want you to see Jesus putting himself in the middle of large crowds. We're going to do that. We're going to continue to do that as Global Hope India. And Jesus did it, and we're going to follow him into that. A man with leprosy, so Courtney talked about the untouchables, came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Look at Jesus's response. He did not say, wait, wait, wait just a minute. Uh, you stand behind the plexiglass and I'll, and I'll wave at you from a distance. Um, he said, uh, it says, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And so we're following Jesus as Christ followers and we're following the one who touches the untouchable. And as Courtney very honestly shared, we're all considered untouchable right now. There's a six foot rule even still in the USA. And the majority of adults are are vaccinated. But for the sake of our children and those vulnerable that are unable to receive vaccinations and and that, uh, we are maintaining distance. But And Jesus could have called for the distance card but he touched the man. And that's what Bethany was sharing, just the value of the human touch. We live in a day when uh, with the Me Too movement and other, other uh, things, it has brought attention to inappropriate touch. But nowhere in the Bible does it say, okay, you need to stop touching now. Appropriate God-honoring touch is needed in all of our lives and it's needed among those that are far from God. It's different than just waving as Bethany has talked about, waving hello and saying I love you on a video screen uh, than it is to get on a plane, 
fly 8,000 miles, land and, and go into their world and hold their hand and, and put your hand on their shoulder and pray, pray, on, pray over them and touch them in the name of Jesus. And that's what we are looking forward to as we return to India in 2022. Yay. Bethany, thank you for sharing your excitement, your story. Courtney, great co-hosting there. And I just want to challenge everyone. Uh, Jesus said these words, I am willing. Can you repeat that? Can you follow Jesus in those words? Are you willing to return to India in 2022? Now, we're saying return as an organization because we've been uh, many times, we've taken over a thousand people. Maybe you've never been. And so are you willing to go? Will you say yes? Yes, there's a lot of logistics and a lot of considerations, but as far as the timing and raising support and all of that, but it all starts with a yes. Will you say yes? Will you? I'm asking you right now. Will you say yes? Bethany, will you say yes? Absolutely, Courtney? yes. Yes. Kevin saying yes. Global Hope India saying yes to returning to India in 2022. We'd love to take you with us. God bless you all. We'll see you next week on Missions Change My Life. Thank you for listening to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Global Hope India, all rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of how God uses missions to bring real and lasting change through Jesus Christ. Join Global Hope India again next week for Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White.